everyone, and welcome to the Categorically Romance podcast. My name is Sarah. And I'm Bree. and joining us again on the podcast is friend of the podcast, the one and only Stacey Agder. Welcome back, Stacey. Thank you so much for having me. I love coming and chatting with you guys. We love having you. (laughs) How have you been since the last time that we spoke? I mean, from Twitter, we know you have a new series coming out. So give us all the details. So things have been a bit chaotic. As as you guys just said, I do have a new series starting in June of 23 from Thule Publishing um, called The Last Girl Standing Series. It's It's about four cousins who are the last single women in their very large Jewish family. The series begins with the B'nai Mitzvah mistake, which comes out, as I said, in June of 23. It is about two people who are forced to share the same B'nai Mitzvah date. They are both adults coming to this ceremony um, as adults. One is a, a project manager for a Jewish philanthropic organization. The other is a retired hockey player. Unfortunately, the retired hockey player is responsible for derailing the project manager's sister's career. And so that's a thing they have to deal with. And it's forced proximity. It's enemies sort of to lovers. It's and he wants, you know, and it's just a really, really great story. And it's 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 a lot of fun, but it's a lot of chaos at the moment. You'll see some there's some there's definitely some Afi Komen involved for sure from previous books and previous series and previous plot lines setting up the rest of the series. And I'm just I'm really excited and having a whole bunch of fun with it. It sounds like a lot of fun. And why a hockey player? So there are a couple of different reasons. Um Yes, like I totally was partially inspired by Julian Edelman and Tiffany Haddish's decisions um, as adults to have their B'nai Mitzvahs. But also there have been a couple of different incidents that I've noticed recently in hockey where um, players get serious injuries and then come back and like want to sort of, you know, seize the day and do what they can and not take advantage of the time that they're given anymore. Um I think specifically about Chris Kreider, who had uh, a vascular surgery a couple of years ago. And ever since then was like, I want to seize the day. I want to like, I don't want to take my life for granted anymore. And I also think about Jack Eichel, whose, um, you know, whose story um, captured a lot of people's attention. And this idea of, um, you know, the, the issues that he had to go through to sort of end up you know, playing hockey again and sort of the behind the scenes wildness. Obviously, Asher Mendel's story is not either of theirs, but um, I, you know, seeing them sort of was was a lot of, there was a lot of inspiration there. Also, one of the things that Asher Mendel wants to do with, with, with with the time that he's given is to create a foundation to support Jewish hockey players. So, and that's one of the reasons that he's driven to have his bar mitzvah at his age is because, you know, he didn't have it then, but he feels like if he wants to represent and wants to support Jewish hockey players, he should probably have his bar mitzvah. Well, you also hauled some books recently. So tell (laughs) us about them because we love book hauls. Yes, we do. So every time I I come on the podcast, I go through my, like my collection of, of stuff and kind of pull some really cool things. Um, a NASCAR holiday um, is the first one. Uh, Kimberly, Ray, Roxanne, St. Clair, and Deborah Webb. Uh, the book served as the introduction to the NASCAR line um, and also started Roxanne St. Clair's series and uh, Kimberly Ray's series for the NASCAR line. It was published 
by HQN in 20... 2006. Once a Gambler by Carrie Hudson is a Harlequin Blaze. Um, yes. It is, it is a time travel. It is, the inf- one of, it is an infamous Blaze time travel that I might have mentioned on the last podcast and didn't actually bring with me. It's actually a favorite of mine. Interesting fun fact, Carrie Hudson is a pen name for Barbara Ingram. And I didn't realize that. No way. Yeah. She didn't tell us that, Sarah, when we talked about the book. I remember now because I know Stacey isn't the only one who mentioned that book. Oh my, no, yeah, you're right. Somebody else did. Yeah. I don't know. Okay. Tell me, tell me the title again. It is called Once a Gambler. It is and that's the, the time travel blaze. Yes, it's one of the three in the series. This was the second one, um, and it is. We my need favorite. to read that series, Brie. I know. I'm like, is that considered unconventional? Could I read it? Stacy back on, and we can all talk about it. I know. Totally. <laughs> it's a gambler. I'm writing it down. It okay, is. tell us why it's a favorite of yours. Tell us why it's a fave. So I am a sucker for main male characters in in romances that are fishes out of water in certain ways like guys that also hold their hearts close to their chests and have to learn to feel in the process of the story and i'm also a sucker for a tortured hero story this combines all three of those jake gannon is just that kind of a character and like paired with his you know very 20 you know very 20th century at the time heroine was just a, a joy to read so he calls her Visa because he finds a credit card. I love that. Visa. You know yeah. what? The more that I think about it, Sarah, I feel like maybe we did talk to, Bar- talk to Barbara about writing for Blaze. I yeah. feel like that would have been something that we would have like, oh, if we see somebody wrote for Blaze, we talk about it. So uh-huh. mm-hmm. maybe we did. Uh, I love time travel. So yeah. Blaze yes. had a little bit of everything. I'm yes. just never, never ceased to be amazed. It absolutely did. And um continuing on with that i have i'm holding two kathleen o'reilly's um sex straight up which has um so kathleen o'reilly lived moved to new york uh after september 11th and she lived in nyack across the river from me and um she ended up writing um sex straight up which is which was part of her sexy o'sullivan series in when in 2006 it seems to yeah and the hero is actually a 9-11 widower it's this it's called as i said it's called sex straight up it's uh one of those sexy o, the, the sexy o'sullivan series i also have hot under pressure by kathleen o'reilly which is a um it's a 2009 book of hers so called when you least expect it in this the series in question is called when you least expect it so so was she already like a favorite author of yours or like what made you pick those up i loved her stuff before oh god the story um i was reading her stuff before that but what ended up happening was um i kind of fangirled over (laughs) that's fine (laughs) you know i got to know her and then i started fangirling and then i you know read more of her books and fangirled even more um the bookstore story was kind of wild where she actually brought julia london um into the store and i was in the middle of like early stages of like putting away um of organizing the 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 i want to say like the second shipment um harlequin series books and i was so very not used to doing it so of course like i covered the entire back of the of the bookstore when i was doing it 
So needless to say, it was it was a mess. It was wild. And all of a sudden, Kathleen O'Reilly and Julia London are in the store. And there I am, like, completely, like... <laughs> disheveled? Completely and totally disheveled. It was hilarious. I was like, I'm so... I mean, one would not expect two writers just, you know, yeah. walk into the bookstore in the middle of, like, a meltdown. Exactly. <laughs> like, of course you would show up right now. <laughs> exactly. Like, oh, lovely. Oh, my God. But speaking of, um, I don't have one of her books with me, but um, when we talk about seeing writers in unexpected places, this absolutely and always will bring me to Sandra Kitt, who... Um, I met not in the capacity of Sandra Kitt romance writer for the first time, but she was actually attending a professional conference that the bookstore was doing, um, that the bookstore was stocking the, the the conference bookstore. And I was in charge of shelving romances clearly. And like, you know, her name came up and she was amazing. And she, you know, like I knew her history at that point. And I was like, you know, I was like, Oh my God, Sandra Kitt, wait, wait, you're buying this book. You're, you're Sandra Kitt. Wait, what are you, you know, what's going on here? <laughs> Why are you here? Yeah. <laughs> You're standing it. Like, what? I think it was a conference of legal librarians, if memory serves. But, like, it was just, it was wild. I was just like, yeah. I would like, lose it if oh, I yeah. saw it. And I live in the same city. I mean, Sarah, you live in Toronto. There are so many authors that live there. And I'm just like, when am I going to randomly, like, bump into Terry Wilson at Walgreens or, like, be behind McKenna Lee in the line at Dairy Queen? You know, when is it going to happen? <laughs> it never happens. <laughs> see sasha summers at chipotle you know like i it's just want my when moment. you don't it's want totally it to happen I you know, know what I mean? my hair is gonna look a mess i have promise, like <laughs> you know like or you've just like spilled marinara sauce all over the front of your shirt and you're looking yes. for all of a sudden there you find that's when it's gonna happen you're that's you're right so right it's, so it's, yeah you all at Thule have some a lot yes. of titles coming out and we reached out to you because we're like please come tell us about what titles Thule has coming so well, can you I talk thought... to us a little bit about that absolutely so I've got a bunch um okay. I was looking through you know things that like popped out to me again it's not everything but here's some interesting sort of bits to, to pay attention to um I think she might have a Christmas book on the schedule, but Denise Wheatley, who I love, whose Christmas books I love for Thule, has actually a Harlequin coming out on May 24th, The Heart Shaped Murders. Mm-hmm. I love her intrigue. I love her the way she writes. And of course, like, as I said, I love her. Chris- I loved her Christmas books for Thule, um, Christmas in Full Bloom. And oh, gosh, I forget the other title, but it was Love really- at the Icicle Cafe. Yes, yes. I love those books. I just love the way that she she wrote the this the town in Germany where she she said love in the icicle icicle cafe brain is, is not working today. Next on June sixth we have Grim and Barrett by Heather Novak. I loved Blood Thinners. That first book in her series was kind of amazing. Um, this is the second in the lovely Love Me Dead series with the third one coming out in September. Um, it's paranormal. It is fantastic. The her- the heroine of this one is the is a grim reaper. It's a bisexual. They're fantastic. They're wonderful. I love I, like her sense of humor is kind of fantastic, and I love the way it, it shows up on the page. Um, Did I see somewhere that that one is like? I feel like I saw her on Twitter post that like there's going to be an audio version. Is yes, that- there is. Okay, audio. that's that is what I have heard. So and then. That takes us to July 26th when this when uh, Fortune Whelan's One Night With You comes out. Um, it's the second in her um, Conception Bay series. 
um, the first one. And I always get the title wrong because like I made the mistake of showing the cover with a Sugarland song stuck with stuck with you. But it's yes, <laughs> yes. Yeah. And it but it, yeah, it's is it stuck with you? Yeah. Anyway. Stuck on you. Stuck on you. Thank you. Yes. It is the not song, yeah, but I, yeah. Yeah, it's, it's stuck on you is the first one. And I really, really love that book. I love the way that she wrote the tension between the characters. And I loved like the forced proximity and like how that sort of played out, but you know, in a way that was just amazing and wonderful and fresh. Book three in that series comes out in October. Kelly Kane's Taste So Sweet comes out August 9th. It's the third in oh, her yeah. Ever Hard Brother series. I loved the first two. Loved. <laughs> like, I think can you like, tell us tell listeners like what they've you know what the first two books what they're about so we've got a family of three brothers who are in the restaurant business the first one was a cooking competition um he fell in love with um I think they went to culinary school together and they ended up on opposite sides of this cooking competition and she's dealing with her family and you know sort of she's she's got her family business restaurant she wants to like expand it a little bit and try to like you know and he's getting sick of being with his family his because his family is just his father is awful and I think people actually have have told me that like these books are are my penance for the food in my books because reading her books makes me hungry so so we have the culinary penance but yeah so that's the first one and then the second one the brother in question, uh, the heroine is a TV producer who's doing this really cool television, like sort of television series, and she's trying to pull it together and deal with her family. And she needs a host. And she somehow she encounters the older brother in in Austin at, a, at the film festival, and they hit it off. And somehow they end up like he ends up like, filling in for the host and realizing that actually what he really wants is to host the show. And it's a whole, it's, it's family. It's finding what you really want in life and sort of dealing with your family in conjunction with that. And I, again, the scenery, the food, like I actually, I joked to Kel, I joked to Kelly once that like, um, uh, what is it? Was it Aver? One of, one of the characters in love and laugh goes would like absolutely love to be on the show. So Okay, so we need a crossover. <laughs> yes. Absolutely. Oh my god. And then her new series starts in April of 2023 and it's it's exciting. I'm really excited to see what that what that ha- happens with that. Next is September that takes us to September 19th and Coming Home to You by Rebecca Crowley. Um this is her second series for Tuli. She's written a whole bunch of different books. Um soccer in the back back in the day. Um she's written um and then she wrote a series about a London newspaper for Tuli. Um all those three books are out. And then she did a Hanukkah book last year, which I was like, ooh, this is exciting. And so she's basically like with this series, the sort of premise is that she's got like around Jewish holidays and I think this one's around the high holidays uh Rosh Hashanah oh, okay. it's gonna be interesting to see how she does that which of course takes us to October and Aisha Weedland's Maybe This Christmas which is the second in her Romancing the Doctor series the first one um There You Are um I loved that book um and the characters in this book are actually the best friends of the characters from that one so like Sean and Angela um Sean of course is another doctor and then Angela is the best friend of the heroine and she was just a really stalwart character and I like to see I like to see what happens when they get together it's a Christmas book so it's, it'll be interesting to see which takes us to January 17th and the very recently revealed cover of Lisa Lynn's Year of Cecily um okay 
it's a debut. Lisa's Lisa's been like a stalwart in Romance Lundia for years, and it is a Lunar New Year book. Take the time to find the cover. It is brilliant. It is red. It is gorgeous. And this book is amazing. Heroine ends up coming back to her back to New York, um, to to the neighborhood in Queens where she grew up to celebrate Lunar New Year with her family. She's single. It drives them nuts because, of course, that's what happens, right? And so, but she's decided that she wants to make this her year. She wants to make this the year that she is going to improve herself in her life. But of course, we know what happens. Um, we end up seeing the guy who broke her heart, you know, the the crush that went badly, you know, the guy next door. And of course, families want them together. And it's it's just, it's amazing. I love this book so much. I had a chance to read it early, but the cover is beautiful. Go check it out. And because it's just gorgeous. Which brings us, and then it cuts, so this book comes out January 2017th of 23. Um, also coming out in April is Mia Heinzelman's Thule debut, Monopolov. The cover reveal for that book is the 18th, and I am dying to see what that looks like. <laughs> like how we love a cover reveal. Like, yes. So, um, but I'm just really, really excited. Like romance, a gaming, like tabletop gaming store. Like I am excited to see what this is going to be. And that brings us to June of 2023 which is when yes we've got a very nice selection of stuff and and clearly like there are some others as well like um Sapna's Ravanson's um series I am really looking forward to sort of sinking my teeth into um the first one has come out already I know the second one is coming if not there already but again like brain and 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 edits um eaten so yeah it's, it's the first one was really good. I'm I'm really looking forward to the, the second one because it's like the rebel cousin. So <laughs> I am excited. I love I love that aspect of things. I love like I love how we play with roles within families and we know mm-hmm. how that's gonna <laughs> how that's gonna go. And it's brilliant. I love it. For anyone that's listening, like before we hop off of here, like if they're, you know, an aspiring writer and they've had their eyes on Thule, like what advice would you give to them for submitting or, you know, that process? I would just say like what you should do is look to see, like think about what you want, right? Think about what kind of story you want to tell and pay attention to that, especially with Thule because the thing is like, one of the things I've noticed over the years is that Thule has been changing, right? Like they've got their historic, they've got a historical coming. They've got some really good paranormals coming. Like, and the stories that they're willing to sort of let authors tell have been changing. Like, okay. I don't think really that good. half the books that I mentioned five years ago would have been published by Thule. Like think, think, think about that. Mm-hmm. Absolutely. And as the market changes, it's really, really good to see that um, that a small publisher like Thule is doing what it's doing. Well, with it being a small publisher, so when your book comes out, for example, what I just feel like if you're working with a small pu- publisher, and this mm-hmm. is just me as a reader, I'm assuming yeah. there is a lot of work on your end now as the author marketing wise, publicity wise, it really, I mean, you're, they're going to back you as much as they can, but if it's Mm -hmm. a small publisher, I I just feel like a lot of that falls on you. So is that true? Here's what I think. I think some of it is true very much. Like they will do basically what, like what you ask them to do in a lot of ways. Like there are things you cannot do and, you know, should not be doing as an author with a publishing house. And they are fantastic about doing those things. 
um like you know um but if you want a bigger launch if you want some of that then absolutely you know and like if you like if you take those extra steps they will definitely like back you and like help you out is is the best thing i can i can say because they're 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 fantastic like i the kinds of books i'm writing the things that i'm doing i do not think i would have been able to do them at the time with anybody else and i think and they are fantastic to work with like i love my editor you know um the covers i've gotten are beautiful and half of half of this is is those covers right like half of it is the cover um they're stunning yeah it is it is it is much easier to promote a book with a pretty cover (laughs) Mm -hmm. yeah absolutely (laughs) and i don't know what magic miss jane p is working but i know during the holiday season last year Mm -hmm. i think i watched like three movies that were adaptations from tool yeah yeah so i mean that's also the thing too like if you notice like what do publishers focus on what do they concentrate on and one of the things that i've noticed is that they'll put their energy into marketing books but they also like i feel like adaptations are about as fundamentally a part of their business model as like hardcovers are for someone else okay Mm -hmm. if that makes sense and it's not everybody has to do or everybody wants to do or everybody needs to do but i think that if that's what you're looking for that's a really good place to go yeah I mean, and it's smart. I mean, romance on film right now is, mm-hmm. thank it's God, huge. finally yes. having a moment, you it know? Is. And Sarah always says, we have this entire genre, people, yeah. <laughs> with books you can choose from. Like, so, yeah. Like, I was having a conversation with someone on social media somewhere, and they were like, but, you know, and I was, and I literally, like, went through, like, how many, like, seven, eight, nine adaptations and right? I mean, obviously, like, selling rights doesn't mean adaptations happen, but, like you know, a whole bunch of titles that, whose rights have been sold. And yeah. I think like seeing what's been done and what people are doing, like, I honestly think that like, you know, that the, the rights have a more, the, the adaptations have a more, have a better chance of being made now than they did like five years ago. Yeah. Agreed. Well, tell everybody where they can follow you online. So you can find me at NYCC on Twitter um side note there will be a lot of screaming about hockey these days because um my favorite hockey team is my favorite men's hockey team is about to play game seven soon so (laughs) Um, who are we rooting for stacy i am a ranger fan Uh, okay okay yeah (laughs) nobody come for stacy okay yeah yeah (laughs) what uh what team are you um are you rooting for sarah i'm in toronto oh i am i am sitting next to you for this round for sure yeah, the Leafs are playing game seven. I would love to, even if they don't get any further than tonight, just to hit tonight would be a huge boon for the city. Yeah, no, in it's, it's exciting. Mm-hmm. They, they deserve it. Um, mm-hmm. I think that I have I have particular hockey grudges against uh, certain players on Tampa for reasons, but um, <laughs> even more importantly, I'm really excited to see what happens. Um, I hope I hope Toronto wins. Um, Fingers crossed for tonight. Yes, yes. <laughs> Yes, I am. I have to wait till tomorrow. So I'm like, okay. (laughs) Well, you Um, get back to those edits because we need the new series. Yes, I'm, I'm, I'm excited. But also, aside from Twitter, I should mention Mm -hmm. uh, S. Agdern on Instagram. Yes. StacyAgdern.com is the website. Um, You can sign up for the link 
I sign up for my newsletter on the link, um, the, uh, the link tree on my Twitter bio, the MailChimp link. And um, there is a short story that will be coming your way. Um, oh. Yes, Good Friends and Good Books is still there. But I'm also going to change it in the next couple of weeks to what happens at Comic-Con, which takes place in between uh, History of Us and Love and Lectos. Um Okay. And what else? And then uh, Facebook. Facebook is Stacey A. Agdern is my author page. So. Alrighty. Well, we will have links to all the places where you can keep up with our friend of the podcast, Stacey yeah. Agdern. She will be back. We'll figure out oh, yeah. some reason we need to talk to her again. <laughs> I'm thinking, you know, a blaze, uh, time travel, romance, read along. I agree. Awesome. I oh, agree. Well. <laughs> All right, listeners. Well, thank you so much for listening. Check the show notes. We will have all the links to keep up with Stacy as well as where you can get her books. Go read her book. She's fabulous. Please, and we please. just love her. And yes. Sarah and I will chat with you in our next episode, everybody. Have a good day. Bye, everybody. Bye.